Hello and welcome to Soul Science with Namaste Carly, where we break down the science of alternative medicine and holistic healing. I just wanted to say thank you to my growing audience of listeners for tuning in and listening to what I have to say. This is very much a passion project and I do it out of the love I have for these topics and the desire to hopefully help people. I am definitely still figuring out all of the technical aspects and working on improving with every episode. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Today I wanted to talk specifically about anxiety and natural ways to heal because it is a very personal issue and also very prevalent in our society today. I think that some degree of anxiousness is natural and normal, but that's not the kind of anxiety that we're going to be talking about. I'm talking about the constant state of dread or fear of the future and things that haven't happened yet or may never come to pass, but how those things and those fears manifest in physical form as disease and illness in the body. There are many different types of anxiety. The one that I suffered from was a very severe form of social anxiety, but there are things like illness or fear of illnesses like hypochondria or fear of leaving the house or agoraphobia. The list really does go on and on. Um, But basically, anxiety can have very real implications. It can lead to heart problems and contribute to heart disease and even heart failure. It can induce crippling panic attacks that cause people to have difficulty breathing, can make you feel nauseous, or even lose consciousness. The interesting thing about anxiety is that it is an illness completely of the mind, so it's basically all in your head. It has no basis in reality or the physical world, but it does have very real physical symptoms and can be extremely debilitating and make everyday living quite hard. So if you've never had anxiety, it might be hard to understand why something that's only in your head would be so difficult to live with, but... um, I'm going to tell my story so that maybe you have a better idea or can kind of relate at least to me. If you have anxiety and you know what I'm talking about, then you already know it sucks and it makes life hard. So hopefully you'll learn something today that will help you to alleviate your situation um, with anxiety. But basically, my story probably started with puberty in middle school at age 11 or 12. Um, I didn't know it at the time, but looking back, I think that's when it probably all started. But basically, I went from being kind of a socialite um, to very introverted and shy. And this was because I was so uncomfortable with my own body. I was very self-conscious. But also I started getting stuck in my head and that's not a very good place to be. Um, I kept waiting for life to get better once XYZ happened. Basically in middle school, I was like, oh, high school will be so much better. And in high school, I was like, oh, after high school is gonna be so much better. I was going abroad. 
living in Germany is going to be so much better. When I was in Germany, I was like, oh, it'll be so much better when I get home. It'll be better in college, etc., etc. And basically, it didn't get better. It probably actually got worse. And it became a lot harder for me to interact with others, to talk to people I didn't know. And it made me, which also contributed to my unhappiness because I wanted to be making friends. I wanted to be doing these things, but I literally could not. So that contributed to things like depression as well. But basically it got so bad in college that I ended up getting panic attacks pretty regularly um, from having to speak in a large lecture hall in front of a lot of different people or somebody I didn't know or really tests, anything set it off, it seemed like, and they became more and more frequent. I remember my breaking point being a physics final lab. I had spent days and hours upon hours studying for this exam and I was just so stressed out about it but I went into the final and um, almost immediately had a panic attack. My whole body broke out in a cold sweat. I had difficulty breathing. I just remember feeling like I was going to pass out and wanting to go home and cry. But somehow I made it through the final. Um, I got out of there with no idea of how I just did or what I even wrote down. And I did go home and I cried. But basically, it was at that moment that I realized that I couldn't continue living like this. <laughs> like, it, I just couldn't. I was so miserable. I was so unhappy that something needed to change. And I didn't know what at the time, but I just knew I needed help. And um, I went to go see a doctor. So as much as I like to talk about alternative medicine and holistic healing and how that is my passion now, there is definitely a time and place for seeking medical help. And I encourage you to seek help if you feel you need it. Um, going or going to see a doctor and actually getting medication for anxiety and depression and all of those things was basically the best thing that ever happened to me. And the reason that is, is because it allowed me to see what life was supposed to be like. Not being stuck in my head all the time, you know, able being able to have conversations with people I didn't know without inducing a panic attack. Like that is not normal. You should be able to talk to somebody you don't know without completely freaking out. And I got lucky. I went in to see my doctor and right off the bat, I was like, I'm miserable. I don't know what to do, but I really don't want to be on medications for the rest of my life for this. And she was upfront and basically told me, you know, if you don't want to be on medication for the rest of your life, then you don't have to be on medication for the rest of your life and you won't be. And I think I got lucky and I had a very um, open and communicative doctor, which is not always the case. However, I encourage you to find a doctor that feels like the right fit because the first doctor is not always the best doctor for you. But again, if you feel that you don't know what to do and you need help, there is a time and place for seeing a doctor and there's also a time and place for going on medications or taking medications. As much as I like to offer alternatives that, you know, medications are not evil, I don't demonize them and um, I do think there's a time and place for them as well. But like I said, they allowed me to see basically how I, I should have been living life or how I wanted to be living life, not being stuck in my head all the time. And I knew from the very beginning that I wanted to be able to feel like that 
but without having to take the medications. So from there, I you know, dove into researching ways that I could heal myself because the problem with medications most of the time or all the time is that they only treat the symptoms. They don't actually treat the underlying issues. So I set out to figure out what my underlying issues were so that I could heal my anxiety and not have to rely on these medications. And I'm happy to say that after researching things and putting them into practice that I've been almost four years or maybe a little over four years now medication free. Um, So you can get off your medications if that's something you want to do. And I'm going to share with you some of the ways that I worked on healing myself so that I could heal my anxiety and get off the medications. And a lot of these things are supported by science, which I will be discussing as well. So first and foremost, the most important thing with healing my anxiety was fixing my diet. As I have mentioned in previous episodes, like nutrition is so, so key to your overall health and well-being. And that is because it literally provides the fuel for your body to function. So poor nutrition is one thing, but poor absorption is another. So you could be eating all the right things, but not getting the nutrients you need still because you have something like leaky gut syndrome going on. And basically leaky gut occurs from chronic inflammation within your gut, meaning that probably the foods you're eating or maybe even environmental toxins uh, or maybe a combination of a bunch of different things has led to chronic inflammation of your intestines, your stomach, etc. And basically that means that even though you might be eating well, your, your body's just not physically able to process it um, to the best of its ability because it has this chronic state of inflammation happening. So um, fixing your diet and figuring out why your body is not absorbing the things properly is key to healing your gut and then healing your body and your mind as well. The reason this is, is because like I've talked about as well, it's your gut is your second brain. It is in constant communication with your nervous system or your actual brain, as well as a main component of your immune system and fighting off disease and illness and that type of thing. Your body, like, or your gut, like I've mentioned before, actually produces about 90% of your serotonin or your happy hormone. So it's no wonder that, you know, if you don't feel well, you don't feel happy, that it could be something going on in your gut. It's not the first thing we think of, but when you stop and think about it, I think it seems pretty obvious. Another reason why your gut is so important is because of your microbiome. All of those bacteria living in your gut contribute to your overall well-being and really feeding them and making them happy will help to make your gut happy and help to make you overall happy as well. Um, what you're feeding yourself not only uh, fuels your body to do well, but it can also feed inflammation and disease because what you're eating is what your, your microbiome or your bacteria are eating as well. And based on that, they either produce things that are beneficial for us or detrimental to our health. Um, If you want more information on these topics, you can check out previous episodes of Soul Science um, for more in-depth information. 
But basically, ways you can improve your diet are pretty simple. One, drink more water. Water is so important to everything your body does. It helps to hydrate your brain, your skin, your internal organs. It is the main component of your blood. It's really essential to everything and that you do and that you are. The second thing would be to cut out processed foods and increase your whole food intake. So getting rid or um, reducing your amount of processed sugars, um, things that come in plastic packaging, and going for your whole foods, fruits, vegetables, um, those types of things. The third thing about diet that I think actually helped me a lot was supplementing. And a lot of people are either pro-supplements or anti-supplements. Well, I'm just going to give you a few reasons why I'm pro-supplement and why I think it worked for me, but also why the science supports why it worked for me. And the main, or one of the main reasons is because of soil depletion. So soil depletion is this unfortunate phenomenon that just is occurring and it's hard to combat. But basically, we've been growing these crops in the same soil for generation after generation, for year after year. And with every crop cycle, if you don't replenish the nutrients in the soil, so if you don't add fertilizers and things like that, you're not going to have the amount of nutrients in the soil available to the next season of crops. Um, So basically, kale something that's really healthy, was probably a lot more nutrient-dense about 10 years ago because the soil contained a lot more nutrients than the soil contains today. That's not saying that kale is unhealthy or not healthy because it still does contain a lot of nutrients and things that are uh, beneficial to the body, but the concentration at which it contains those things is is a lot lower, actually, than it was about 10 years ago, and that's because of soil depletion. And that's just something that is hard to overcome. Uh, Another reason would be quality of your food, but also the variety of your food. So it's a lot harder to eat a lot of high quality foods, but also a lot of a different variety of high quality foods. And that is why supplementing a whole food supplement is beneficial A little of a lot is better than a lot of a little. The same concept as overconsumptive undernutrition, another previous episode. And the last reason why supplementing is beneficial is because of convenience. Everybody's busy, they're on the go, um, and it's just an easy way to get more nutrients into your body. Um, And you don't have to think about it because it's like a quick pill, pop it and go. So another thing that really helped me with healing my anxiety was mindfulness and really recognizing that you are not your thoughts. Anxiety is fear of the future, but most of those fears never actually come to pass. But the thing is, your body doesn't know the difference between what you think is happening and what is actually happening. You really only have control over the present moment And ways you can be more present are through incorporating a meditation practice and breathing techniques. So we discussed moving into mindfulness in last week's episode. So go ahead and check that out if you want more information on that topic. 
Again, I want to recommend the Insight Timer app to help you get started with a meditation practice if that's something you want to do. For breathing techniques, I like to recommend square breathing. It helps to distract the mind by giving it something to do while stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system response, which encourages your body to rest and digest, forcing you into the present moment, really. But um, I did make a tutorial of square breathing already on YouTube. You can find it if you like. It's by no means the best, but you're more than welcome to watch it. I already made it. But basically, square breathing is simple. You breathe for the same length on your inhale. You hold at the top with full breath, same length. Exhale, same length. Hold with an empty breath, same length. And then continue the cycle for a few rounds of breath. I recommend doing about five minimum, but you can really do this as long as you like. I'll just count out an example. You're gonna inhale, one, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and then repeat. And basically you just keep doing that and it looks like a square. <laughs> Thus the name square breathing. Second to last thing I would recommend is exercise just move your body. Exercise produces endorphins, which makes you feel better and improves your mood. It's hard to be miserable and unhappy if you're moving and producing endorphins. It also helps to eliminate toxins from the body, but really find what works for you. Maybe you hate going to the gym, so don't do it. Pick something else like frisbee golf or competitive dodgeball, or really just implement more walking into your daily routine. Exercise doesn't have to feel like a chore and it really shouldn't. It should be something that you enjoy doing. Obviously, I recommend yoga, but I know that's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, last but not least, community is super, super important to your mental well-being. You want to surround yourself with people who understand you. They lift you up and inspire you to be better. You don't want to be around people who only make you feel worse. You should never feel bad for saying no to people or engagements or things like that, or let others make you feel bad for saying no. It's really important that you honor your body and mind because only you know what you can handle and what you're feeling, whether physically or mentally. Although anxiety is very common these days, it is certainly not normal and you don't have to be stuck with it. If you are interested in learning more about natural ways to heal your anxiety, I will be hosting another Anxiety 101 workshop in the near future and hope to have an online um, workshop available soon as well. You can always check my website for information or my social media for the latest news. I want to thank you again so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate if you could leave a review, especially on iTunes, to help my audience grow. You can find this podcast on eight different platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. 
You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram as Namaste Carly. I appreciate you so much. Have a marvelous day and namaste.